powered tonight on AZ Sports Prime Time by DraftKings Sportsbook. And let me tell you about them real fast because if you head to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook and you give them the promo code you see on your screen there, A to Z Sports, here's what's going to happen. Put a $1 bet on any NFL team to score. I don't know if that applies to Monday Night Football since that's already started, but looking ahead to next week, $1 bet on any NFL team to score. And when that inevitably happens, that $1 becomes $100 in free bets. But that is only with the promo code A to Z Sports on DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. So let's get into our first topic of the evening as I make our banner go away. Rookie mistake here is my, my first evening hosting primetime. Let's hop into our first topic because, again, as you all saw on the title when you clicked on primetime tonight, you know what we're talking about, and that is what I think is the real reason the Titans lost their game against the New England Patriots, and it's not injuries. Look, injuries clearly played a role in that game. I'm not going to sit here and act like injuries didn't play a role. And I wrote about this yesterday on A2ZSports.com. You can go read that after the show. I get that they were missing their top three receivers, right? Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Marcus Johnson, all out of that game. I get that there's no Derrick Henry or Jeremy McNichols. I get that you turn to the defensive side of the ball and they have all of these costly injuries with no Bud Dupree and and, and sort of all over the place health-wise Jack Rabbit Jenkins, right? I get that the Titans were injured in yesterday's game, but the injuries are not what cost the Titans that game yesterday. Now, saying that, I'm expecting to see a lot of comments in the chat. I'm surprised I haven't seen them yet uh, with, with people sort of saying, you know, well, of course the injuries cost them. Of course the injuries cost them. And look, the injuries certainly cost them. I, I'm not denying that. The problem, though, is that the Titans made entirely too many errors and mistakes. The Titans didn't lose to the New England Patriots yesterday because of a lack of talent. Because really, up until late in the third quarter, because remember, that's when the game kind of started to get out of hand. Really, up until that point, the Titans were toe-to-toe with the Patriots. Up until that point, it had been a one-score game for the most part, right? Brad brings up the point that the Titans got 270 rushing yards out of two guys who came off the couch, right? Deontay Foreman and, and Dontrell Hilliard. So... It's stats like that that Brad brings up that make me say that injuries are not the reason that they lost that game. Now, a few people are are, are trying to guess what I'm getting at here. Karen says turnovers. Van says turnovers. Uh, Anthony says don't say turnovers. Well, turnovers are certainly a part of it. And Anthony, I'm not going to say that turnovers are why the Titans lost yesterday. More generally, the reason that the Titans lost that game yesterday is mistakes. Too many errors. Now, I'm going to give you my take. I'm going to give you my explanation of why I think errors cost the Titans this game and why that was such a problem for them. But before I give you my take, I'm going to let Mike Vrabel give you his take because this afternoon I asked Vrabel about the mistakes that the Titans made yesterday and and sort of how much that killed them against the Patriots. Here is what Vrabel had to say. Well, I mean, there's not, not much mental error. You know, I mean, we put the ball on the ground. You know, everybody did. Everybody that, that carried it, you know, contributed to that. Um, it, it can't happen. We can't, we can't turn the ball over in and, and plus territory. 
You know, we knew that we needed to, to finish drives with with points, whether those were field goals or, you know, obviously would love to have touchdowns. But, um, you know, there, there were, you know, like there's going to be in every game mental errors when you when you're playing a, a good defense or any defense. There's just those happen, and um, you know what what can't happen are are interceptions and, and critical critical mistakes and fumbles, uh, the the penalties. You know, the field position game was, you know, atrocious. You know, they started on their 41-yard line. We started on our 24-yard line. You know, so this, when you're trying to beat good teams, you, there's just certain things you can't do. And, again, we have to turn the football over defensively. You know, it's 16-13 and we're you know, 19-13, whatever it was, and we've got a chance to intercept the ball and, and run until, you know, John who probably makes the tackle. Um, you know, they threw the ball over our head. and. You know, missed tackles, and there's just a lot of things in in all three phases that that just not going to be good enough. A lot of things in all three phases that were not good enough. That coming straight from the mouth of Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. So, you know, I'm seeing a lot of comments. We looked at the comments that talked about turnovers. Right? Brad brings up missed tackles and and fumbles. Jordan brings up sort of one of the pillars of the Mike Vrabel. Titans, right? Vrabel says this all the time. Don't do dumb bleep that hurts the team. Ty brings up the lack of tackling. Brad just commented about that. But, you know, the, the lack of tackling was never more evident than on that awful Kendrick Bourne touchdown, you know, that was sort of reminiscent of Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. So there were a lot of problems that caused the Titans to lose that game yesterday beyond simply who they did not have available. It was the turnovers. It was the missed tackles. It was the mistakes. It, it was all sorts of things went wrong for the Titans. And, you know, something Mike Vrabel said in that explanation is he said, you know, when you're playing a defense, there's going to be mistakes. But the problem with the Titans yesterday, and Vrabel knows this, and he, he basically said this, is they didn't just make a few mistakes. I mean, it was over and over and over again. Another you know, category of mistakes that the Titans couldn't stop making yesterday was penalties. Right, the Titans got the opening kickoff, and Vrabel sort of alluded to this when he talked about field position. He said it was atrocious. Titans get the opening kickoff, and they haven't even gotten to a play from scrimmage yet. This is just the first play of the game, the opening kickoff. They bring it out. They have a penalty. Now the Titans are starting deep in their own territory. And those types of things happened over and over again for the Titans yesterday. Just dumb penalties, dumb mistakes that held them back against the New England Patriots. So, again, I get they didn't have their guys available. So many injuries this team is dealing with. And we're going to talk about injuries more tonight and, and certainly over the course of the week as I uh, fill in for Buck over the next few days. Uh but injuries were not the biggest reason why the Titans lost that game yesterday. Mistakes were the biggest reason the Titans lost that game yesterday. Now, as I'm reading the comments that you guys are sending in, and I appreciate the opinions, I appreciate what you guys are saying, I, I think the most interesting comment I've seen so far comes from Mark, who writes in all caps, injuries factor into mistakes. And Mark, I think that that is a good point, because when you Talk about the fumbles right, with Deontay Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard, who both had fumbles in key situations on the tail ends of what would have been big plays, right? In both of those situations, I think we all would agree. And let me know in the chat if you agree with this. 
if those if it was Derrick Henry on those runs, well, first of all, it was Derrick Henry on that Foreman run, he's gone probably. But let's say he does get caught from behind. Let's say the impossible does happen and Derrick Henry gets caught. He's probably holding on to the football. So in, in that regard, Mark, I think you make a, a good point. Mark followed up and he says, you know, we don't make those mistakes if we have our starters in on offense. I, I'm with you that Derrick Henry is probably not fumbling the football. But I think a lot of us sort of, or a lot of people anyway, I don't know that I was necessarily in this camp, but a lot of people went into that Titans game yesterday thinking about the mentality being, well, it's just going to be unwatchable and it's going to be clunky and they're not going to be able to move the ball. But that didn't happen, right? They ran the ball for what 270 yards or whatever it was. For the most part, I thought they were pretty efficient in the passing game. Cody Hollister, of all people, looked great at, at times for the Titans. But the problem was that the mistakes were coming at crucial periods of time. So I do agree with the point that, you know, if it is Derrick Henry on the tail end of those plays, he's not fumbling it. At the same time, though, there there's a lot of wiggle room between Derrick Henry and what the Titans got in terms of the mistakes yesterday. Because right? Derrick Henry is a superstar. Derrick Henry is a Hall of Fame caliber player. And, you know, Deontay Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard don't have to be that. But I don't think it is unfair to expect any player, practice squad or not, off the street or not, to hold on to the football at the end of a play. I, I want to read one more comment before I have a question to ask you all. I, I lost the comment that I was going to read. It was uh, up here. Uh, let's see. Well, a lot of people are talking about Todd Downing. People saying that Todd Downing, you know, really affected that game for the Titans yesterday. I certainly don't think that Todd Downing was great by any stretch of the imagination uh, yesterday, but I don't know that he was necessarily the problem. And so, you know, a lot of people, are, you guys are discussing, you know, what was really the problem? Because that's what we're getting at here with this conversation, right? I think the problem was more so the mistakes than the injuries. Some of you seem to be agreeing with that, but there are other people in the chat who are saying, you know, maybe it was the injuries that caused the mistake. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you guys our Two Rivers Ford take question for the night. And that is this. This is the question I want you guys to answer in the chat. What percentage of the Titans loss to the Patriots yesterday is because of injuries? I want you to give me a number, 1 to 100. What percentage of the Titans loss to the Patriots is attributable to the injuries that they had going into the game, and we'll settle this conversation once and for all. As you're thinking about your answers, as you're typing your answers in the chat, I want to talk to you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford because this question is our Two Rivers Ford take of the night. And I love talking about Two Rivers Ford. I talk about them every week on our Sunday morning pregame show that I host at around 10 o'clock on game day mornings. And what's great about Two Rivers Ford is that they've got non-commissioned salespeople because when you've got commission salespeople and you go to shop for a car, you get harassed, you get pestered, and you get pressured. You get pressured into making a decision that's not best for you, that's not best for your family. And when you're buying a car, that's a big deal, right? You want to be able to take the time to think about it, to make the best decision for you and for your financial situation. And when you shop at Two Rivers Ford, they're going to let you do that because their non-commissioned salespeople give you an opportunity to have a comfortable 
buying experience. The other great thing about Two Rivers Ford is that if you're shopping there and there's a particular model or color you're interested in that they don't have currently available, they'll order it for you. Just ask. That is the Two Rivers Ford guarantee. So if you're in the market for a car, Two Rivers Ford is where you need to go for the best and most comfortable buying experience in the Nashville area. Give them a call at 800 900 1000. And of course, I'm going to remind you that we are powered by DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you head to their website, DraftKings.com slash sportsbook, use the promo code you see there on your screen, A to Z Sports. $1 bet on any NFL team to score. When that happens, that $1 becomes $100 in free bets. All right, let's see what everyone has to say. What percentage of the Titans' loss on Sunday comes down or came down to the injury, seeing a lot of variation in these answers, which is good. I, I'm interested to, to talk about these. Alex, right off the gate, says 90. Alex thinks that injuries caused a majority of the Titans' problems, a vast majority. Port is right there with him with 90%. Then we have Matt says 50%. Brad says 30%. Abdul, 65%. Van says 50 uh, Kendrell, 65 Anthony going... <laughs> going, uh, you know, cyberspace. He says, "What is it? A hundred thousand? That that's the right number of zeros. A hundred thousand percent." Karen says seventy. Lewis says thirty. Dom says fifty. Alex says ninety, and Clayton says seventy-five. All right. So the number that I'm going to go with for the percentage of yesterday's loss that was caused by injury, I'm going to go with a nice thirty-eight percent. Because I think, I, I think it's somewhere in that range between 35 and 40. I, I think that a lot of the Titans' problems against the Patriots came down to who they didn't have available, right? That was a huge, you know, kick in the pants to them going into that game. But because of the way that they lost, again, it was a close game. They, they battled right up until late in the third quarter when it started to get out of hand. Until that point, they were in there. And what, what took them out of the game was the mistakes that were being made. And so the injuries were a problem. The injuries affected them and probably led to some of the mistakes, as some of you guys, like Mark, have pointed out in the chat tonight. But ultimately, I think mistakes cost the Titans this game. So I'm going to say 38% of the Titans' loss yesterday is what cost them, or, or, or 38% of the Titans' loss yesterday is attributable to injuries. And and Steve, you know, Steve says 24% was simply not having Derrick Henry and and I think that whenever Derrick Henry gets healthy if that's able to happen, you know, by the by, by playoff time around playoff time, I think that probably heals a lot of the wounds that this Titans team has uh certainly just because of how good he is. All right, A to Z Sports prime time here on this Monday evening, I am Luke Worsham, Titans reporter for A to Z Sports, filling in for Buck Rising this week while he takes a trip to Egypt to visit family. Good to have everyone in here. We're powered on A to Z Sports primetime by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we're going to move on to our second topic of the night. As we talked about how injuries weren't necessarily the biggest problem for the Titans yesterday. However, they were a problem. And now what I want to talk about is an underrated injury that the Titans had yesterday. Someone that they didn't have available in yesterday's game that I think was a little bit overlooked. And the player that I want to talk about for this is Bud Dupree. Because when everyone has been talking about the players 
that the Titans didn't have available yesterday and that they haven't had available lately, it, it's very easy and, and, and correct, perhaps, to go to A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and Derrick Henry, right? These big offensive firepower forces. And when you talk about the defense, a lot of times people go to David Long, who was a highly impactful player at inside linebacker before getting hurt about a month ago. Uh, and, you know, he could be back before um, he could be back before uh, the Titans play their next game coming out of the bye week. Um, but I think that Bud Dupree is someone who um, his injury is being a little bit overlooked. And I think it's an underrated injury that this Titans team is dealing with. Karen, I think you're right on the right on the money. Karen says we sure missed Bud yesterday. And I think Karen is right. Uh, Kenyatta says Bud Dupree came off of IR and got a sack on Mahomes, right? Bud Dupree is someone that when he's been in there, he's made an impact. He's made some plays for this Titans team. But here's what I want to talk about with Bud Dupree. Because so uh, Alex says, do we ever get a diagnosis on Bud Dupree? He has an abdominal injury. I don't think we exactly know what that is or, or what was the cause of that, uh, but it's an abdominal injury. He's on injured reserve, and, and I think he's got one more game that he has to sit out. I think that, uh, that, that sounds right to me. But here's the stat that I want to look at with Bud Dupree, because Bud being out is less about what Bud does on a highlight reel. Because the, the play we just talked about where Dupree sacked Patrick Mahomes, that's really his only big highlight reel type of play this season. But what Bud Dupree has done for the Titans when he's been out there is he's opened things up for other players. A couple of other players that you guys are bringing up in the chat here, right? Paulie says not having Bud Dupree uh, forces them to use Autry differently. That's absolutely correct because the Titans are very thin at edge slash outside linebacker without Dupree. And so Danico Autry is having to play more snaps in that spot than he typically would. Mark brings up that, that they're missing Bud Dupree's leadership, the impact that him getting guys fired up and excited uh, can have on other players. Keelan, you know, another player that has been impacted by Bud Dupree Keelan says Bud makes a big difference for Jeffrey Simmons. And you're absolutely correct, Keelan. And here's the stat I want to go to, right? Bud Dupree has missed the last two games for the Titans. Now, if you think about where we were in terms of us all discussing the Titans before the last two games, we could not stop talking about this Titans pass rush, right? It was the Tennessee Tickle Monsters and Jeffrey Simmons for Defensive Player of the Year and, and Danico Autry, the Pro Bowler. And, oh, they're, they're just the, this fearsome piece and, and, you know, the nickname conversations back and forth, right? We're not having those conversations anymore. Because over the last two games, no Bud Dupree, two games, two sacks for the Titans. Not good. Not good at all. And like we've talked about already, it's not that Bud Dupree would necessarily be getting those sacks for the Titans. The argument here is not if Bud Dupree were in there, he would be wreaking havoc and creating these sacks. What he would be doing, as a lot of you guys have already wisely pointed out in the chat, 
Bud Dupree would be taking pressure off of these other players on the Titans defensive front and allowing them to make their own big plays. Again, two weeks ago, right? All we could talk about was this Titans defensive line and and we got to get them a nickname and, oh, the Tickle Monsters and the, broad, the Broadway Bullies, right? We're not having those conversations anymore because they're not making impact plays. They're not getting sacks. They're not affecting the quarterback in the way that they were before Bud Dupree went out. And so that's why I think Bud Dupree is probably the most underrated injury on this Titans team because, look, David Long being out's a problem, as is the top three receivers, and, and we all know the biggest problem is not having Derrick Henry. But Bud Dupree's absence, because he hasn't been you know, a superstar when he's been out there, it's gone under the radar a little bit. But what you got to remember is not just the impact that Bud Dupree himself has and the plays he makes, but also the impact that he has on those players around him. And so off of that, off of this conversation on Bud Dupree, I have another question that I would like to ask you guys because we've spent the last few minutes comparing the Titans defense uh, pre-Bud Dupree going out with the Titans defense post-Bud Dupree going out. And so my question for you guys off of that is, how would you rate the performance of the Titans defense 1-10 to over the last two weeks without Bud Dupree? Because, you know, against the Texans, they didn't have any sacks, but for the most part, they were pretty good situationally, kept holding to Rod Taylor to field goals. There were some problems, though. And then yesterday against the New England Patriots, there were some good things, and then there were some not-so-good things, right? There were some issues that, that popped up, especially on that Kendrick Bourne touchdown down the sideline. So I want to know, how would you rate the Titans' performance defensively over the last two weeks without Bud Dupree. As you're thinking about your answers, you're putting your answers in the chat, I'm going to talk to you about our friend Gary Ashton. Every Titans home game, uh, I actually host a pregame show from Gary's tailgate, so be sure to come out to that if you're at a Titans home game. But the great part about Gary and his team at REMAX Advantage is their catchphrase, right? You don't really have to go much beyond that to understand uh, why they're as good as they are. Gary's catchphrase is don't sell without the intel. And the reason that he can say that, the reason he can post that on billboards all over town is because he has the intel to, to back that up. You know, the Nashville real estate market these days is crazy. It's competitive. It's absolutely on fire. And when you enter that kind of competitive environment, you want the best possible competitive advantage for yourself and if you're looking to buy or sell in Nashville area, you're not going to find a better competitive advantage than having Gary's team on your side. Because when you give them a shout, they can help you get your dream address without the stress. Gary is the official real estate provider of Titans and of the Nashville Predators, and he has that distinction for a reason. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, don't do it without the intel. Give Gary Ashton and his team a shout by going to Gary Ashton. And again, our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook have a great deal going on for you. Head to DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. Use the promo code A to Z Sports. And a $1 bet on any NFL team to score becomes $100 in free bets when that inevitably happens. All right, your answer's in the chat. How would you rank 1 to 10 this Titans defense post-Bud Dupree 
over the last two weeks. I'm seeing 6.5, says Chris. Uh, let's see. Mark says 7.5. Alonzo says 6. Karen says 5. Bruce says 4. Titans Kyle says 6. Brad says 4.5. And Kenyatta says 6.5. I think you're all probably on the right track there because it hasn't been a disaster. There were maybe moments against the Patriots where it was a disaster. Uh, But against the Texans, it wasn't that bad. And... You know, they kept the Titans in the game until late in the third quarter against the New England Patriots. But at the same time, right, no sacks against the Texans and only two over the you know total of the last two games. And and when I think about this defense and what they've done over the last two weeks, I cannot get the image of that Kendrick Bourne touchdown out of my mind. And, and you guys who watch the game know exactly what I'm talking about, where Kendrick Bourne is running down that right sideline, and there's all these Titans that have a chance to push him out of bounds, and no one does anything. It, it was embarrassing for the Titans. It was ridiculous, and it's the kind of thing that can't happen in the NFL, quite frankly. So you know, the number that I'll go with, you know, 1 to 10 ranking this Titans defense over the last two weeks without Bud Dupree, I'm going to go with a, 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 a 5. I'm going to go with a 5. Because they were passable against the Texans. They kept the team in the game against the Patriots. But ultimately, when push came to shove, especially against the Patriots, it just wasn't good enough. They're not affecting the quarterback in the same way that they were before they lost Bud Dupree. And I think the moral of this conversation is that the Titans really could use, could stand to have Bud Dupree back moving forward. A to Z Sports Primetime here on this Monday evening, powered by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Luke Warsham, Titans reporter for A to Z Sports, filling in for Buck Rising tonight and all week here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Good to have everyone in here with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. One more topic to get to tonight before we wrap up. And, you know, some people came in the, the chat at the beginning of this, and they were like, I I don't want to talk about injuries. I'm tired of talking about injuries. It's uh, it's painful to talk about the injuries. Well, we got to talk about the injuries. If for no other reason, then there's another one. <laughs> Just when you thought, you know, the Titans are going in the bye week, they're going to get this nice break. They're going to get this nice breather. We'll talk more about uh, the impact that the bye week can have uh, moving forward and throughout the rest of the week as I'm on primetime filling in for Buck. Uh, but today, news comes out about two more players on the Titans defense that could potentially be unavailable moving forward. This team absolutely cannot catch a break. Thought the bye week was going to be this this great vacation for them, time to get right. Nope. More news about more players who are going to be unavailable. It starts at cornerback with the rabbit, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, who, as you can see here, Ian Rappaport says, Jack Rabbit Jenkins received negative x-rays, which is good but he does have a foot-slash-ankle sprain that likely causes him to miss some time, may not have to go on injured reserve because of the bye week. Now, look, has Jackrabbit Jenkins been good? No. He's just sort of existed for the Titans' defense. He doesn't make plays. He, he does have some plays where he's, like, out of position and not really doing anything. But, like, he, he's better than the alternative, I feel like. In a lot of places. I mean, how do you guys feel about about Jack Rabbit Jenkins? I'd be interested to see 
how uh, how Titans Nation feels about Jackrabbit Jenkins. But the, the problem here is, again, it's another injury that's just adding up for the secondary, and it would be yet another player in the secondary that's unavailable for this team. Now, you, you guys, so I, I'm seeing the comments pour in as I ask about how you guys feel about Jackrabbit Jenkins. Jameson right off the bat says, cut Jenkins, right? I had a feeling that that would be the opinion, right? You guys don't love Jackrabbit Jenkins, and there's really no reason to, but he's still probably better than the alternative of throwing in, you know, Greg Maben and all of these guys to uh, Greg Maben and all of these guys to, to have to go in and, and make big plays. And so, you know, at a certain point, you just run out of juice, right? And so any injury to a starter, whether it's a good one or not, right? Uh, I, I think Chris sort of makes the perfect point here. Jack Rabbit hasn't been perfect, but he's been consistent being on the field, right? He's been out there. He he is, for the most part, in the right position. So not a great situation, obviously, for the Titans to be dealing with yet another player that could potentially be unavailable for the Titans moving forward. But if that wasn't enough, if Jack Rabbit Jenkins having some sort of injury, uh, what was it? Let, let's check one more time. I think it said ankle. Yeah, foot slash ankle sprain. If that wasn't enough on the other injury, Titans had to put Kevin Byard on the reserve COVID list today. Now, the good news about that is the Titans don't play another game for 13 days because they don't play this week. Right, They don't play this weekend, and then it's going to be a whole other week before they play after that. So 13 days is probably plenty of time, you would think, for Kevin Byard to come off of the reserve COVID list. But nothing's for sure, right? Again, you think that that's enough time, but it, it could mean he misses practice. And, and again, like you look at these injuries in isolation and you say well you know this one's not that big a deal they can overcome that well you know jack rabbit jenkins he's not playing all that well they can overcome that kevin byron it's just the covid list right he'll probably be back and be fine but it just adds up you know one or two injuries that you say well you can overcome this great but you get past those one or two injuries and and at a certain point you just get overwhelmed. You get flooded. You get like this overflow starts to happen. And so the Titans are really at a point where doesn't matter who the injured player is. They, they just can't have anymore because they're running out of people. And Brian brings up who was worse, Jack Rabbit or Jonathan Joseph. Easily Jonathan Joseph, like not, not particularly close, which is, again, part of the reason that though Jack Rabbit has not been great, he has been passable, which you could not say about Jonathan Joseph. So as we talk about these two new unavailabilities, again, Janoris Jenkins, Janoris Jackrabbit Jenkins, if you will, with the foot slash ankle injury, and then Kevin Byard going on the COVID list, right? You, you take both of those and add them to the pile that they already have, and it's just not great. But what I am going to ask because I, I think that this is not a necessarily an easy question. And what I want your guys' opinion on is, which of those two new situations that we just talked about, Bayard going on the COVID list, or Janoris Jenkins having this foot-slash-ankle injury, which of those two 
is the more concerning one to you? Which are you more concerned about? Bayard going on the COVID list or Janoris Jenkins? Again, I'll put the tweet back up there for me and Rappaport. Janoris Jenkins having a foot slash ankle sprain that likely will cause him to miss some time. As you're thinking about your answer, again, which one of those is more concerning to you? You're thinking about that. You're putting your answer in the chat. I want to talk to you about our friends at Brimac because if you have any kind of heating or cooling problems that you need taken care of, Brimac is where you need to go, especially as we enter the winter time and and you know it, it's getting colder by the day and and it's it's rough out there, right? You need Brimac on your side if you're going through anything, any issues with your heating and cooling. They cover commercial heating and cooling. They also cover private at-home heating and cooling. They're where you need to go for all of your HVAC needs. Head to their website at brimac.com to give them a shout. And again, if you head to draftkings.com slash sportsbook, use the promo code A to Z sports, a $1 bet on any NFL team to score becomes $100 in free bets when that happens. All right, let's head to the chat. Let's see what you guys have to say. More concerned about Bayard going on the COVID list or more concerned about Jackrabbit Jenkins potentially missing some games. Donald says Bayard because of the long-term effects of COVID. Well, we don't know for sure that Bayard has COVID. I, I guess it's possible that he could be a close contact. Um, or maybe we, maybe we do know for sure because I'm pretty sure he's vaccinated, but I, I can't say for sure, but... You know, your point is well taken, Donald. Uh, you, you certainly don't want to see Kevin Byard have to go through any sort of uh, jet lag after having COVID. Jameson says one-legged Jenkins. Uh, and I'm seeing a, a lot of people saying Jackrabbit Jenkins. Clayton says Jenkins. Ken says the rabbit. Polly says Jackrabbit. But then there are people in the chat who are saying Kevin Byard going on the COVID list is more concerning. Chris says Kevin Byard. Other Chris says Kevin Byard. Jacoby says Kevin Byer, Jack Rabbit has not been holding up his end of the deal. Anyway, Jacoby, I agree with you. I agree with you that, that Jack Rabbit Jenkins hasn't held up his end of the bargain, but it's still a concern, again, because these bodies that the Titans are missing uh, just continue to pile up. But it is a good point, Jacoby, that Jack Rabbit had been great. Chris says Jack Slaw. I kind of like that. Uh, Brian seems to be sort of. Uh, uh, bargaining with, with who's left in the secondary. He says still have Christian Fulton, Elijah Molden, and Buster Screen. Uh, Molden certainly improving every week, as is Christian Fulton, Buster Screen. I don't know how much you can rely on, on him for at this point. Anthony says Jenkins is more concerning. Kenyatta says Bayard. And C-Dub says Jackrabbit Jenkins. And I'm going to agree with C-Dub. I think it's Jackrabbit Jenkins because, mainly because I think Bayard comes back. I don't think Bayard's going to miss any time. Now, the point is brought up. Are there any long-term effects? Is this something that could hang over as a haze? I don't know. You know, maybe it could, but I, I, you know, gut tells me I don't think Kevin Byard's missing any time with this. Whereas Jack Rabbit Jenkins, no matter how underwhelming he's been, because he has been, he is still passable. He is still better than Greg Maben. He is still better than someone who has been picked up off the street and thrown in there. He just is. And Again, like, this team just can't catch a break. Again, today starts the bye week. They don't play on Sunday. The, the main talking point is, man, this team needs a bye, and they're getting it. Take a breath, get healthy. Nope. 
another guy that they're not going to have available potentially coming out of the bye week. It's tough. And and, and we're going to talk some more throughout the week over, you know, is there anyone to blame for this? What, what, you point fingers with the injuries that the Titans are having. But I, I think we can all agree that, that this has just been a really rough season uh, for the Titans in terms of the injury. So uh, we'll be interested to see how both Bayard and Jack Rabbit Jenkins situation plays out. If Bayard does actually have COVID, of course, hope that uh, he heals up and is all right and is back out there and at work as soon as possible. All right, everyone. It has been great fun being with you guys tonight on A to Z Sports Primetime. Hope you all enjoyed the show. We will be back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. to continue our conversation about the Titans as we cover this bye week and we continue to look ahead to the rest of the week. Hope everyone had fun. Have a good night, everyone. We will see you tomorrow night at 8.